Welcome to another episode of Relationship Essentials. Um, again, please subscribe to the channel, whether you're watching it on YouTube or you're watching it on or listening to it on the podcast. Or if you haven't followed us on Instagram, please make sure you follow us on Instagram at Relationship Essentials. This platform, this channel is all about bringing you all the essentials you need to have a healthy relationship. We are dissatisfied with people not having functional relationship, being in an abusive relationship or not, or their relationships not bearing fruits the way God has designed it to do, to bear fruits. So our goal is to give you all you need so that you can have the relationship you have always wanted. Today's topic is 10 things you need to do while you are single. 10 things you need to do while you're single. I'm gonna go right into it. The first one, the first thing you need to do if you're single is this, stop waiting and start leaving. I'll say it again, stop waiting and start leaving. Now, this is why I say that many times when you meet people that are single, it feels like or it seems like they're just waiting to find someone before they start living their life. Oh, when I get in a relationship, I will travel. Oh, when I find, when I, when I can't wait, I, 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 I can't wait to go on a vacation. Like, everything that you would do if you were in a relationship, except the things that need a partner, you should be doing right now that you are single. Being single is not a dysfunctional state. Being single doesn't mean that you're not good. It doesn't mean that you're not good enough. It doesn't mean that you're not attractive. Being single, as a matter of fact, for me, your single years are some of the most important years of your life. I actually believe that the reason why most relationships fail is because we spend less time being single and more time dating. If people spend more time living, just enjoying yourself, go on that vacation, start that business, go on, um, take, go to the movies, do whatever you would do, do whatever you, ha- you want to do not waiting for someone for you to start living. That is such a disastrous way to live, just waiting to live. So I believe single people should be living and not waiting to meet someone to start living. Look, marriage is not supposed to be an upgrade for your life. It's just supposed to be another chapter of your life. But how can it be another chapter if, you, if, you are, if there is zero chapters before that? Live now that you're single. So that's number one. Start living and stop waiting. Number two, the second quality, the second thing you need to be doing while you're single is this. You need to become a greater, better disciple of Christ. If I'm to rephrase it, what I, the way I actually wanted to put it is this. In your single years is when you're supposed to carry your cross. It's in your single years that you learn how to starve your flesh. You develop the power of saying no. You learn how to suffer because relationship will require that you say no, will require that you say no to your flesh, will require that you have a certain level of discipline if you're going to have a healthy relationship. So in your single years is when you're carrying that cross, is when you're fasting, is when, is when you are, um, for men, you're not sleeping around because it's funny, it's funny to me when men, who are currently just sleeping around think that when they get in a relationship, 
those, they will just stop being, they will just stop sleeping around once they get in a relationship. That is such a immature way to think. Or if I'm to really put it the way I want to put it, that's such a foolish way to think. You don't think you've been, you've been smashing everything that you wanted to smash. And when you get in a relationship, you are going to now discipline that desire. If you don't discipline that desire now, it's going to now haunt you when you are in a relationship. So in your single years is when, even for women, nowadays, look, women are cheating just as much as men. Let's, let's be, let's be, let's keep it straight here. It's not only men that cheat, women cheat as well. So if a woman, and that's what for me, it's harder to trust a woman that is out here busting it wide open for everybody. And just as much as it's hard for you to trust a man that smashes everything that he sees. In your single years, carry your cross. For, for Christian believers, what we know as carrying your cross is basically putting your, putting your flesh to death. Learning how to control your sexual appetite. You master that while you are single. Because when you are in a relationship, it doesn't mean... Because look, when you get in a relationship, it doesn't mean you are not going to find other people attractive. Look, when, when I, I know sometimes people say things so that their partner can feel special. Oh, I have only eyes for you. You are the only one that I see. That's a lie. They're lying to you. They can see other attractive men. They can see other attractive women. They're not going to act on it. But if, if you've never practiced, you know, we call it playing defense. If all you've done was play offense, 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 especially for a man, if you never learn how to play defense, how will you protect your relationship when you finally find your queen? You are going to destroy and betray her because you didn't master how to say no in your single years. So in your single years, I believe that is does the, does the season of, of, you know, developing that spiritual giant, becoming a spiritual giant, you know. So that is the second thing you should be doing while you're single. You have to be activating the spirit and starving the flesh, learning how to say no, learning how to be disciplined. That is the season to learn it. It's the lifetime lesson, but that's where it begins. Because if you don't master it in this phase, you are not going to master it in this phase. And sometimes, have you ever wondered, maybe you haven't found the one because you are not the person that you need to be to attract the one. Because kings attract queens. Queens attract kings. Dogs attract whores. Whores attract dogs. Maybe if you developed that discipline that you want, if you became an A1 in your discipline, then you will attract someone that's also an A1 in their level of discipline. So, Becoming a better disciple of Christ is something that happens while you are single. Now, the third thing you need to do, you need to be doing, if you're single, is this. You need to become purpose-driven. I will rephrase it, put it the way I actually want to put it, is you need to start activating your gift. Look, I believe that one of the reasons why most relationships are failing, yes, money is the symptom of the problems. Is the symptom, is what we see. All most relationships fail because of money. But I believe most relationships fail because the man and the woman have not mastered a gift. They have not found their purpose. Because I believe that the scriptures guarantees you that he says when you develop your gift, a man that knows his gift, the gift of a man makes room for him. It puts him in front of great people. It opens doors for him. 
There are doors that your gift will open that your degrees will not open. There are doors that there, there, there are places that your gifts will take you that you have not even imagined. But the problem is most people have not mastered anything. Your single years is when you have you have time. You don't have the burden of caring to somebody else's need, being there for somebody else. It, you have your 24 hours a day is yours. This is a time, this is a season when you discover what you've been placed on earth. This is a season where you might, look, I believe your single years is a season when you become a great leader. And leadership for me is mastering an area of gifting. Let me ask you a question. What area have you mastered? What are you, what can someone say you are so, like every time they think about this, they think about you. What are you so good at that if somebody needed someone to do that, they will call you? If you think about it, most people have not mastered anything. Miles Monroe, I love Miles Monroe. He says that most people are poor because nobody knows what they're good at. What are you good at? How much time do you, look, they say this, uh, I believe it's Malcolm Gladwell that talked about it. He says, if you, the, if you put 10,000 hours into any craft, 10,000 hours into any area of your life that you want to be better at, you will become an expert in that area. What, what area can you boldly say you are, you are an expert, expert in? In your single years, that's when you take those classes. That is when you get that certificate. That is when you, you, know, you work on, those, on, work on your gift. Become a master. Because guess what? The higher you go, the higher you attract. And you're not going to attract better until you become better because we, we attract who we are, not what we want. So you can want, a, you can want a millionaire all you want, but until you develop the attitude and the mindset of a millionaire, you cannot attract them. Until you begin to walk like a millionaire, you cannot attract a millionaire. You attract who you are. So we have to begin to master something. Find your gift. Find a skill. Find the area that God have, develop, have, have hidden I've put a talent in you in and begin to develop that gift. Become a leader. Master your gift. Your single years is when you, while you get in a relationship, it's not a time to start figuring out what do I want to do with my life. You should have known that. That actually helps you pick a partner that will help you move in that direction that you want to go. That's the third thing. The fourth thing that you should be doing um, if you're single is you need to develop your communication skills. Look, they say, if you eventually want to be in a relationship, you need to understand how relationships work. You don't need to be in a relationship for you to start developing skills that a relationship needs. If you are single, you need to understand that like, just like you need oxygen to survive, a relationship needs communication to survive. They, like, one of my favorite sayings about relationship is this. Communication is the transportation of relationship. Once there's, no trans- once there's no transportation, you can't go anywhere. So once there's no communication, your relationships stop moving. And anything that is not growing is, instant- is instantly dying. So in your single years is when you learn to have hard conversations. Some of you, you can't even tell your friends what they did to you that upset you. Like you, you, still, want, you, you still want people to read your mind. Communication is two ways. So you got to learn how to communicate, articulate things properly, learn how to say things effectively, learn how to say things. Without, one book I will, I will tell you right now, read this book to work in your communication skills, how to win friends 
and influence people by their energy. Because you need to learn how to talk to someone without offending them. You need to learn how to talk to someone without getting them to be defensive. You need to talk to someone without and get them to open up and be transparent with you. You need to learn how to be transparent. You need to learn how to communicate. And then you also have to learn how to listen because that is communication. Communication is a two-way street. You, could, you cannot be a great listener, but you are horrible in articulating your desires. That is one of the reasons why most relationships are failing because everybody wants their partner to read their mind. Learn how to communicate. You start working on your communication skills while you are single. Learn how to articulate what you want and learn how to be a great listener. Learn how to listen better. Now, the fifth thing that I believe you should be doing while you're single is you need to heal. <clears throat> now, when I talk about healing, you don't have to have been in a previous relationship for you to heal. Look, I believe that as humans, we are all broken. Whether it's broken from our previous relationship or broken from things that were said to us as kids or broken from the absence of a father, broken from the absence of a, of a mother, broken from living in a society of, rich, of, of racial discrimination. There are so many things that break us. You need to be healing while you are single. But most importantly, you want to make sure that you don't come into the next relationship bleeding on your partner. You want to come into the next relationship of your life whole. One analogy that I love is this. A, a, glass of, a glass of milk or a glass of water can quench your thirst, but a broken glass can cut you. You don't want to, look, many times people come into a relationship and they make their new partner pay for the, pay for the sin of their previous partner. Sometimes people come into a relationship making their partner play the role that their daddy was supposed to play. Sometimes people come into a relationship expecting a woman to be a mother. Like, no, you got to heal. I'm not saying you, 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 you are not going to have issues, but you should have already been aware because one of the biggest things is most people are not even self-aware. Most people don't even know what triggers them. Most people don't even know they act the way they act because daddy left when they were two. Most people don't even know that they act the way they act because their first girlfriend cheated on them. And now their lack of trust it has nothing to do with the new girl, but have everything to do with the first girl that cheated on them or walked away from them. Like, you have to discover all of those triggers and all of those traumas, and you gotta heal so that you can be, so that when you come into your next partner, you don't sabotage your relationship because of the pain of your past. Heal is important. Take your time to heal. Don't be in a rush to get into the next relationship. There is something that nobody else can do for you. There are things that you must do for yourself and you can, it will be unfair of you to, to make and, or demand that your partner do that for you. And healing is part of it. Nobody can do that for you. You got to heal. And until you heal, you have to wait. Don't go and make punish someone else for something that they did not do. So that's number five. Number six is this. You have, okay, this is going to be sensitive. I believe when you are single is when you become more attractive. We talked about this in the episode where we said qualities that a man 
qualities that a woman needs to have for her to be a wife. Attractiveness goes both ways. Both men and women need to, both men and women need to be attractive to each other. And in your single years, is when is now when oh nobody wants me, so you're gonna become two hundred pounds. No, 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 no. No, your single years when you're even supposed to look better. No, you should look better all the time. Even when you get married, you should be looking great. But you are supposed to start looking the way you want to look in your single. You have to become attractive if you are overweight. Go to the gym, lose some weight, go on a diet. If you're a man, look, men is like a double standard. You have a pot belly and you want the woman to be fit. Like, come on, who are you kidding? Men also take care of your health. Take care of yourself. Become attractive. Learn how to dress. Becoming attractive is also things that happen that you should be working on while you're single. That is why I don't want to spend too much time on it because I, I covered that in the, in the previous episode. But I believe taking care of your physical body while you're single is so, so important. Now, the next one is this. While, while you're single, this is something you need to do. You need to start clearing your debt. Reduce or eliminate debt. The Bible says the, the borrower is a slave to the lender. Do you know that if you marry someone, your debt becomes their debt and their debt becomes your debt? And think about it. If you're being fair, if you have zero debt, you wouldn't want someone to have $300,000 debt and now their debt becomes their I mean, look, nobody wants that. Yeah, it, it happens. It's not, it's not, a, it's not like, oh, I'm not going to marry this person because they have a student loan. No. But while you are single, before you meet your partner, that is when you're supposed to start working on eliminating those debts. Because look, when you meet your partner, you don't want to be a liability. You want to be an asset. Reduce it as much as you can. Be intentional about reducing your debt while you are single, before you meet your partner. That includes... Um, um, credit cards. Reduce your, like, if you have a credit card that is maxed out, stop paying them off now. Like, if, if, you, if, you, if you're driving a car that you cannot afford, get rid of it and buy a car that you can afford. Reduce your debt ratio. Reduce your debt now that you are single so that you can be an asset. In your single years, it's also time that you, you, you work on your credit. Because eventually you would like to buy nice things when you, when you, when you get married. You would like to buy a home. You would like to you know, build fortune for, your, for the next generation. Because as people, as children of God, the way God has designed us is we are supposed to make life easier for the next generation. And one of the ways to do that is to have a good credit. You work in that now that you're single. So I really encourage you if you're in debt... It's not the end of the world, but you need to now start working on those debts. Don't wait till you're married. Start now. Start reducing your debt. Start eliminating it. And if you, if you need help, I believe, I love Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey gives a good blueprint on how to eliminate debt. Start with the smallest debt and work your way up. But work on reducing your debt. Don't be a liability. Be an asset. Now, the next one is this. You have to improve your health. Health is different from health is different from attractiveness. Attractiveness, yeah, it has to do with your physical body, what we see on the outside. Taking care of yourself, making sure you're you are presentable, making sure you are someone that you're look, 
Every partner wants to be with someone that is scarce. Someone that other people would be like, wow, that person looks good. I'm not saying that that's why they would choose you. But yeah, it's like, I don't want, I want to be proud of my woman when I walk with her. And I'm sure as a woman, the reason why women want six figure, you want someone to stand out, I would think so. So we all want someone that's attractive, but that has to do with the physical. Just because you look good on the outside doesn't mean, doesn't mean that you look good, that you are good on the inside. While you are single, before you, before, while you're waiting to meet the, the, love, the, the love of your life, it's not that you check your health. Do you know how many women that do not know that they cannot bear children until they get married? Do you know how many people discover they have a certain type of cancer when they get married? Or all kind of medical issues? Find that out now so that if, if you have any issue, you can begin to work on it and also give your partner that transparency and the option to choose you in spite of whatever you, you're working on. But if you don't have the awareness, how can you give them that opportunity to choose? So taking care of your health, making sure you're doing your physicals, checking your body out, doing all, all the checkups that you need to make sure that you are healthy so that, again, you want to be an asset, not a liability. And then the next quality, I believe this is the ninth one, is you want to make a list of what you want. Now, if you, this, is, this is if you're looking, I guess, this, this is the point I want to be in a relationship, right? If, you're, if you one day you want to be in a relationship, now is the time to make a list of what you want. You need to know and study. You need to know yourself. That's part of what we talk about being single. You need to become comfortable being you. Find your identity. And in finding your identity and finding your purpose, we talked about purpose, right? In discovering what your purpose is, in discovering who you are, it helps you come up with a list of what you want. I believe that if you are single, you need to have a list of your non-negotiables and your preference. And you need to know the both. I'm going to do an episode on the difference between non-negotiables and, and, and preferences. You need to know what you would not settle for. I'll give you an example. On my list, I want a woman that is the disciple of Christ, that honors God with her life, that loves God, that is all about kingdom building. So guess what? If I meet a woman, and even if she is the 20 out of 10, even if she's the most gorgeous woman on earth, and she's a Muslim, or she doesn't, she's not of the same faith as me, guess what? I am not dating her. I'm not going to waste my money on a date. I'm not going to waste my time on a date. It, uh, like my list allows me to save time. Your, your list is like your system. They say system stands for save yourself, energy, time, and money. When you have a list of what you want, it eliminates people. Hey, this person asks you out, you don't have to go out with them to know they are not the one for you. You're, you just go on your list. Uh, are you a Christian? No, you're not. All right, eliminated. I don't have to go on a date with you. Or, or let's say on your list, um, you have on your list, let's, for me, another thing on my list is my, I want a woman that wants family. So if a woman, if, if I go on a date with a woman and she tells me, oh, I don't want to have kids, um, that's great. I'm not going on a second date. My list helps me eliminate. It saves you time. You need to know what you want because if you don't know what you want, everything, everything looks like what you want. Know, knowing what you want helps you make better choices. It saves you time and the, the heartbreak. You know, because look, I know some people don't care about time, but you should because life is measured by the unit of time. That's why at the end of your life, they'll call it your lifetime. Time is important. You don't want to spend your time dating 20 different people to find out who you want to get married to. Your list 
take those 20 people, eliminate 15, now you have five. And whoever out of the five, the best person that fits that, and your cho- you make your choice based on that. But your list, um, trust me, my list saves me a lot of time. Now, the last thing you need to do while you're single is this. You need to become a student of life. What do I mean by that? You need to develop a growth mindset. You need to become someone that is growing. You need to become someone that is reading. I love the whole student of life thing because we are constantly evolving. We are constantly changing. And in your single years is when you need to develop the habit of growing. Because let me tell you something. When you, even when you meet someone that feels like they're the perfect person for you, they will change in ways that you have to grow to to accommodate their change. For me, I personally don't like, one of the things on my, on my non-negotiables when you're making your list is, I don't want to date someone that doesn't have a growth mindset. Because, look, it's, 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 one of the worst things you want to do is to give someone what they used to need. There are some people that are good for you when you are heartbroken and they're horrible for you when you are successful. You don't want to date someone that's only good for you in a season of life. So growing, being a student of life allows someone to constantly learn. They are constantly growing. Number one, it helps you have that mindset of, of a servant. How can I serve you? Because I'm, you're coming into the relationship knowing that, hey, I'm a student. I'm learning. I don't know it all. There's, this, there's, a, there's a sense of humility that allows you to be an asset to your partner because everybody is not loved the same. Everybody doesn't want to be loved the same. And everybody doesn't receive love the same. And most importantly, it allows you to be effective in dealing with the ups and the downs of life. With that being said, there are so many other things you can do, but I just wanted to point out some things that I believe if you could start doing this, I know there could be 10 more, but start with this 10. If you could start with this 10, I can promise you, you will be on the right path. It will put you on the right path. And these are the essentials. Remember, everything is built on principles and Relationships are also built on principles. And these are some of the essentials that you need to be doing while you are single. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please like, please share with your friends. Please post it on social media. Follow us on on social media, on Instagram um, at Relationship Essentials. And we thank you for tuning in. Tune in again. We have a new episode every other Friday. We look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thank you and God bless.